welcome to the Love Heal Thrive Podcast. I'm your host, Erin Gray, and today we are talking about all things birthday. We are talking about the things to do a week before your birthday, all the amazing things to do on your birthday, the things to avoid on your birthday, and what to do with the 12 days of your birthday. Today is going to be a magical episode, and I am so happy you are here. Let's get started. So I cannot begin to tell you or express deeply enough how incredibly important your birthday is. It is your personal new year. It is the day that the sun returns to the exact same point it was on the day that you were born. And energetically and spiritually, it is the day to set intention and manifest this incredible life, the other 364 days of your year. So setting this day is so, so, so important. Have you ever noticed a day or two before your birthday? Have you ever been fired from a job or changed from a job or promoted from a job or a friendship ended or changed or something happened? So typically, right before our birthday, whatever is not supposed to be carried into the next year will fall away before our birthday. And this is from a numerology standpoint. So that which isn't going to serve you in your following year is going to fall away and typically does (laughs) before your birthday. I mean, I have countless, countless stories of jobs or friendships, things changing right before my birthday and several years ago, gosh, it feels like a lifetime ago. (laughs) But several years ago, I was in hypnotherapy training, and it was a couple hours away from my house. And I was actually staying at one of my teacher's houses because it was so far away in this particular week was so intense that she was allowing me to stay with her, which was so great. And the teaching she wasn't teaching it. She just happened to live in the area. Those are my berries. And if you listened to last week's, our Valentine's episode. (laughs) Anyway, at the time I was renting this office and through a whole bunch of things, which don't even matter now, she decided that she didn't want me in her office anymore and that she wanted the keys. And so I said, well, I'm several hours away, so I can return the keys later, but okay. But then you know, I was left with this, oh my goodness, like, what am I going to do? Where am I going to see my clients? What's going to happen? And then my teacher, who I was staying at her house, then said, oh my gosh, Erin, this is the best news ever. She said, had you stayed there, you would forego the blessings that are planned for you in this year to come. And so I turned in my key and I worked actually from home. But this time I had had several offices and I had never worked from home. And so, but I had weekly dedicated clients. So I started working from home for two months. I worked out of my house. My house was immaculate. I had flowers all the time. My husband even said, wow, like, this is great. Like, this is how we're going to get you to to clean the house. (laughs) No, just kidding. I actually keep it pretty clean because I believe in feng shui, which will be a whole other podcast at some point. Anyway, So I'm seeing all of these people and I'm saving all of this extra money because I'm not paying rent. And then I found the house that then ultimately became the Love Heal Thrive Center. There was this beautiful house and they required a deposit. And you can imagine that that deposit that was due that very first day 
was the exact same amount that I had saved because I was no longer paying rent there in that place. And, you know, this type of synchronicity happens all the time. And this is such an important, important lesson that I wanted to share that we often we think about this and we say, oh my gosh, this happened right before my birthday. How could this happen? But I want you to say, how could this not have happened right before my birthday? And to recognize that whatever it is, whatever ended, whatever changed, whatever happened, rather than feeling that it is a curse, I want you to see that it is a blessing and that in allowing it to fall away and letting it go, you are welcoming in all of these incredible blessings in your year to come. So I found this incredible article on how to harness the power of your birthday and getting ready for the amazing changes in your life. And so his first recommendation is, and you can find this on Medium, and I'll also include the link down below, is to take all possible measures to pay off debts, both monetarily and spiritually. And so I totally get the monetary, like I don't, I don't like owing people money. I always immediately try to pay people because I do not like owing people money. But this spiritual payoff that I just loved that terminology so much, that spiritual payoff. So if someone's been really, really good to you this year, call them and thank them, send them a thank you note, do something nice back for them. Do you owe someone a favor in return? Just, you know, taking care of these things and returning the favor, allowing you to enter into this next year without this energetic debt opens up the possibility for more amazing blessings to come your way because it's kind of like this turnstile. If you've gathered and gathered and gathered and never given back, it ends up sticking. If you want to think of that like at Disneyland, when there's too many people trying to walk through right, the turnstile at one time, it gets stuck. It clogs it. Well, so the same is true if we are taking and taking, taking and never giving back or where we worry about money and not giving donation or not giving worry. This was never our money, right? Money itself is a universal symbol of energy. And so allowing this clearing and this cleansing of this space is an incredible way to begin the year, your personal year. And as I say, new year, this is always going to be about your birthday year um, because it is your personal new year. But allowing this debt, both monetarily and spiritually, to be paid off and reconciled and balanced is going to be a powerful, strong way for you to begin your year. But spiritual payoffs are not just returning that favor, right? They also show up as forgiveness, forgiving people who have hurt you, because if you are still holding on to that grudge, it is harming only you. And there's an incredible book that will probably be its own podcast at some point called Radical Forgiveness by Colin Tipping. And in this, he goes through the many stages in how to forgive and how to allow and trusting and knowing that everything is happening in the perfect divine way in the perfect divine time. And if it has happened to you, it is happening for your soul's growth, 
So sometimes we don't like what's happening to us, but if we can recognize in which way this is growing our soul, then we can begin to be a little bit more accepting and trusting in this radical acceptance and radical forgiveness and forgiving the person, knowing that they were just playing a role in our soul's education. Number two, completion. Try and complete the most important things that you need to do in your life, taking care of all the little things that need to be taken care of and deal with them before your birthday. So I become a mad woman. (laughs) And my birthday's in March, so I already am. I become this mad woman trying to complete and finish all sorts of things. And this, this research was actually really fun for me because it answered a lot of Uh, or validated, I should say, a lot of things that I already do that I didn't even realize I was doing. Um, But completion allows us to begin that year fresh and new and without energetic pull on our soul because we've allowed it to be completed. Number three, decluttering. As we declutter our houses and our homes and our closets, it declutters our mind and it allows the energy to flow swifter, cleaner, clearer, and and in some cases just moves (laughs) through our house. And as that energy moves through our house, then it moves through the nine specific areas in our life based off of the Bagua map from Feng Shui. So as we declutter, it declutters our life and allows energy to flow through our house and our life. So, so, so incredibly important. There will definitely be a podcast on feng shui in the future. It's one of my most favorite topics as well. Number five, listen to beautiful music in the days leading up to your birthday. This raises our energetic frequency. It allows us to draw in more and beautiful things into our life and just puts us in a great mood. And in fact, I would suggest that you make your own playlist, our Manifesting Through Gratitude group that I am in, we put together a playlist that were all high vibe songs that in an instant would put us in a higher vibration so that we could begin to attract new and better things. Maybe when we're in a funky place, but then all of a sudden you throw on walking on sunshine (laughs) and you're in like a way happier place. So using music to elevate our frequency is a powerful, powerful way for you to then enter into your next year in the highest possible state. Number six, spend an evening in solitude, in reflection. Admit your mistakes and defeats. Praise yourself for achievements. List things you need to improve, such as your quality, certain characteristics, or unfavorable behavior patterns then it's really important to dive into a little bit of shadow work. And this was brought to life by Carl Jung. And a few of those questions can be, what are your triggers and what caused them? Are you happy with your life? How can it improve? Detail your childhood and the birthdays around your childhood. Okay, so I did so much work around this. I actually went through each of my own birthdays And I definitely grew up in a spanking house that we got spanked on our birthday. Like however many years we were, (laughs) we got spanked. And I didn't, to be honest, I don't, that may be up until 12, maybe. And it was never fun. And it was never funny for me. Like there was like the fake smile. But I think looking back, 
I now see where and how I could have stood up for myself differently. But I mean, that's hard when you're a little kid. So here is my therapy gift to you. (laughs) If you yourself were a spanking household, I want you to do exactly what I have done in my own healing processes. Get into a meditation state or a journal state and look back at each of those situations and reimagine those scenarios. Reimagine say no. Reimagine if you and if you didn't feel strong enough to say no, reimagine your favorite superhero standing next to you and say no. Reimagine you spanking them. Reimagine there's a million different ways that you can reimagine this scenario. Putting a book in your pants, you know, putting balloons in your pants, doing all sorts of silly, funny things that lighten that emotional load, that transform and change and lighten that load. And what happens in doing this is we then shift the energetic timeline moving forward into the present time. So even though we say that we can't go back physically, we can go back energetically. And when we do this, we shift and raise that energetic vibration from the past and we draw all that healing forward. And this is a powerful, powerful tool to reimagine and shift anything that's happened in your life, not just birthday spankings. (laughs) I, however, have done this on the birthday spankings and have shifted and allowed that to feel more empowered, to be in a state of strength and self-love and forgiveness, knowing that whatever, it was the culture and they thought it was funny. And, um, but now they don't get to joke on my behalf. So if you're in that same scenario, I, I bless you and give you that work so that you can feel healed as well. On the total flip side, my fifth birthday was the best birthday ever spankings aside, but but my, my stronger memory of fifth, my fifth birthday was all my friends from school got to go to this amazing Sunday place called Farrell's and we didn't have a lot of money. So it was actually like a really big deal that we got to go to this big restaurant and they brought out the largest, biggest Sundays. There was like 50 scoops of Sundays in this one big bowl. They were famous for it. And everyone wanted to have their birthday at Farrell's. So we got to have everyone there and they would come out with a a fire siren and hats and, you know, did did it up to bring out this Sunday birthday thing. And then all of you ate the Sunday together. So it was my 20 closest girlfriends. And there is this amazing picture that is, you know, perfectly tinted from the 70s that is me and my friends walking through the parking lot, each just carrying a single balloon. Because in addition to the big Sunday, you also each got your own balloon. And it was birthday perfection. To this day, ice cream is my favorite dessert. So I want for you in this replay to look back at all of the different birthdays and forgive where forgiveness is needed. Bask and enjoy where basking and enjoying is available. And today, I want you to set intention for your birthday for this year to be at the best 
ever. Looking back on the highs and the lows and the expectations. Again, we've talked a lot about expectations here on this podcast. Where were your expectations met? Where did you create maybe an unfavorable circumstance because you had expectations? And I think beginning to look back through your birthdays and of course your childhood too, you know, seeing that this is about birthdays, it's you could maybe limit it to that just to bring focal point to this particular aspect of your childhood. But looking through and healing those traumas or healing those stories or celebrating again, basking in that huge Sunday and the balloons or the games or the friends or the fun or the special cakes, remembering and feeling how much love was showered upon you during that time. Number seven, on your birthday, in the morning, take a piece of paper and your journal and set your goals for your year. Circle the three that are of great importance to you and three that will be good to achieve. And then break each goal down into small steps and write an approximate plan for how you want to achieve this goal. Mark these steps in your calendar There's going to be a little bit of calendar work today here and um, in a little bit later, we're going to talk about some stuff that you're going to put in your calendar as well. But I think marking them in your calendar is such a powerful and poignant check-in to make sure that this, these things are happening, right? Each of these big goals on a card, sticky note, or put them in your phone so that you can read them in the morning and at night before you go to bed so that you can begin to change the subconscious patterning around this and draw this into your life. Things to avoid on your birthday, avoid conflict, avoid the people that want to conflict with you, who want to argue with you, just don't answer the phone. In this day and age, we have caller ID, you don't have to answer the phone, avoid conflict. Watch your language. You know, they say that swearing is an energetic assault onto the soul. And so making sure that you up-level your communication that day helps to draw in this higher energetic frequency. Abstain from borrowing anything. Remember, we just did our own payday. We just did our own payoff. We paid everything off monetarily. We paid everything off spiritually and energetically. So do not borrow anything that day because that will then ultimately set you up for the rest of the year needing to borrow things. Trusting and knowing you have everything you have right here, right now sets you up for the year to have everything that you need. So just abstain from borrowing anything, keeping that energy clean and balanced and without needing to owe anyone back. Stay away from gossiping and harsh judgments. Again, that's a low vibe. We are trying to maintain the highest vibration and frequency possible for your day so that you can maintain this high frequency and vibration for the rest of your year. So again, remember, think about your birthday sets the tone for the entire year. Avoid negativity in all its form. So don't watch the news. Don't talk to energy vampires. Again, if energy vampires call you to say happy birthday, call them back in a day or two days, or don't call them back. You don't have to respond to the energy vampires. You owe it to no one. In fact, I do not have my birthday on any social media. I, in fact, block people from being able to post on my Facebook because I also know if you know me and you know it's my birthday, 
you know that I either want to talk to you on the phone because I want you part of my year (laughs) as we are learning, or if you were too busy to call me, then text me. But I don't, I don't enjoy responding on Facebook. I find it anxiety ridden and stressful. And I don't want to be, I, it happened one time that I didn't block people from being able to write something and someone posted, oh, happy birthday, and then all these people posted. And then I felt this obligation to respond to all these people on my birthday when I wanted to just be enjoying my birthday. So now I just block people from being able to post that because it's like, if you know me and love me, you know that I want to talk to you live and not on social media and do what right, do what feels right for you. If social media enlivens you, by all means, dive in, enjoy, but choose you. Choose what is what fills you. And that's the point of today. The point of today is to do what enlivens you, what brings you joy, and what raises your vibration. And I think really paying attention to what is truly raising your vibration and following that. And do not cry or fall into sadness. Again, this is all about maintaining this highest vibration possible so that you can maintain this high vibration throughout your year. So now we've covered what to do on your the days leading up to your birthday and the things to avoid on your birthday. Now we're going to talk about what to do on your birthday and the 12 days following your birthday. So many wonderful things, so much intentions. And again, your birthday See the people that you love. Talk to the people that you love. Make sure that they are a part of your day so that they can be a part of your year. I was driving my daughter to college uh, this year and one of my best friends lives halfway between me and her college and there'd been tons of traffic. It was taking a long time. And so I was like, you know what? Let's just pop off for five quick minutes. I hadn't even, I hadn't even realized it put two and two together. I wish I had planned better (laughs) and spent more time, but I called her and I was like, are you home? I just want to hug you really fast. And so we hopped off the freeway and I gave her a huge birthday hug and essentially explained all of this that If I'm seeing you on your birthday, this means that you're going to have a bigger part of this year. I want, I want to be a bigger part of your year. And I was able to hug her in person. And then we hopped back in the car and went along our way, which was super fun birthday, joyous fun. But this is, this is the importance that I want you to begin to view your birthday with. It is this important, this powerful to set these intentions and to put into place the right tools and techniques in order to manifest an incredible year. And taking these tools, you are then able to take this energy from your day and manifest it throughout the entire year. I truly cannot emphasize this enough, how powerful, how magical your birthday is. And so now we're going to talk about the 12 days of your birthday. So much like Christmas, 12 days of Christmas, this is actually 12 days of your birthday defined by the energies that follow your big day. I think it's a big day. You know, much like I call my mom the Christmas queen, I am literally birthday queen. I love birthdays. I am totally that person that goes over the top for birthdays and 
decorating and making them extra special, extra wonderful. I just, I have always loved birthdays. And now I'm doing even more of this research. I knew a lot of this before, but this research has been really fun and I've got to learn even more and it makes even more sense why I'm just naturally called to make such a big deal of these birthdays because it is actually a really big deal energetically, spiritually, and of course, physically. So the 12 days of your birthday on your day itself, this is the day, day one. This is the day when we do all the things that we love. See all the people that you want to see. If you can't see them in person, text, talk to them on the phone. And again, be choosy. Be choosy how and who you want to spend time with on that day. It is your right and it is how you are going to define your year. So what better time to define for yourself what you want? And in fact, on this day, it's a great idea to journal your intentions for your year, write 12 birthday wishes for yourself, one for every month, much like we do at New Year's with grapes. I love that tradition. Write down 12 wishes, 12 intentions for your birthday that will come true throughout your year. But again, thinking about this from a raising your energetic vibration state right? This is what we're doing with your birthday. We are raising your energetic state so that you can carry the same vibration throughout the entire year. So do what you love. Go get a massage, spend time with friends. I personally love to walk a labyrinth on my birthday. I've walked lots of different labyrinths around the area. Like for me, that's my reflective time and my intention time and begin to notice what signs truly show up for you on this day and the following 12 days as we're going to talk about. These are indications of blessings that are coming, indications of changes. Begin to notice and pay attention to what has happened and allow it to set its highest vibration for you. So day number two. So day number one isn't just all about you. It's your personality. It's you. Day number two is about finances. This is the day we lay a foundation for your prosperity, your financial security, as well as your health. So write down your financial goals of what you want to happen and how much you want to earn, how, what ways in which you want to earn money, places that you want to visit, ways that you want to profit from your business, What are your dreams? What are your financial aspirations? Money, money, money. (laughs) Dream about it, feel it, enjoy it, and feel worthy of it. If you don't feel worthy going through this experience, I think it's time to reflect on why as well. I think that would be a good practice as well as to diving into the worthiness behind money. Why is money shameful for you? Or why does money feel uncomfortable for you? Because money is simply an energetic exchange with the universe. As you put out, as so you receive. Again, that Disneyland turnstile, we need to receive and give. We need to receive and give, allowing that to continue to move in an abundant, abundant way. And I get it. I, I struggle in this area too. I struggle in money worthiness. I struggle in knowing that 
as a spiritual teacher, I also should be paid. <laughs> it's it's hard. I understand. But there's also a belief there. And so together, you and I are going to do this. So here are the steps toward working through that worthiness and your limiting beliefs. So the first step is identifying what they are. So what are your limiting beliefs? Do you believe that you shouldn't get paid for what you do? Do you believe that you're not worthy for being paid? Do you think that you don't have enough education or enough background or enough experience? Those are all limiting beliefs because I can tell you there is enough pie for everyone. The universe puts no limitations. We are the ones that put the limitations down. So I'm telling you, you can have your cake and eat it too. (laughs) It is our limiting belief that limits the amount of money and success we draw into our life. Two, recognize that it's just a belief, that you could also believe that you are worthy. You could also believe that you're just as educated or just as experienced, that there is someone else who can learn from you. In fact, I was having several years ago, I was on a hike and up to one of our favorite labyrinths and we were walking past. We decided to not do the labyrinth that day, but we were walking past the labyrinth that day and I was feeling, you know, like I, who, you know, one of those more sad moments where I was like, oh, what do you know, who, what, what do I have to teach? Which I know that I have a lot to teach, but this was just this moment that I was having. So anyway, we walk past and we walk past this beautiful labyrinth. And so we start heading down the hill and this girl walks past us and was like, hey, did you see that maze back there? How cool was that? <laughs> and it was in that moment that the universe was telling me that, yes, in fact, I did have a lot to teach people and that there were a lot of people that would learn from me because here this person didn't even know the sacred labyrinth that she had just walked past. And so it was like this incredible moment of confirmation from the universe to me that the yes, in fact, there was a lot that I could teach to people. So recognizing your limiting belief is just that. It's your belief and beliefs are based in thought and based in the past. And we neither want to live in the past or the future. We want to live here in the present moment. So how can you change your belief right here, right now? Which brings us to number three, challenge your own belief. How can you change that? Where can you change that? Where did it come from? Who told you that? And who are you giving your power away to in believing that that could be true? Number four, recognizing the potentially damaging consequences. What would happen long term if you continue to believe this way? Would you continue to not make money? Would you continue to not bless the world with the very things that you're being brought here exclusively with your unique signature into the world? The world needs your signature. The world needs you. And if you continue to have a limiting belief on it, on your worthiness around it, we're all going to miss out on that. So we all need your signature to begin to rearrange those thoughts and those beliefs so that you can begin to expand and feel this abundantness, especially on your birthday. Five, adopt a new belief. Do exactly as we just said. What can your new belief be? What is the opposite? of the limiting belief you were just experiencing. What can your new belief be? I am experienced enough. 
I am worthy enough to have friends. I am worthy enough to make money. I am worthy enough to bask in abundance and have everything I need in every moment of every day abundantly and easily provided to me. What's supposed to go will go. What's supposed to come will come effortlessly and abundantly. Number six, put it into practice. Allow your belief to show up and show through you. Show the world that you are abundant. Show the world that you are experienced and ready and available to bless this world with what you exclusively are brought here to do. Day number three, relationships. This day is important for building a network of contacts and people, changing your communication style and reaching out to people and giving gratitude and asking questions and being connected to people. People love to talk about themselves. They feel connected when you ask questions. Can you reach out to a handful of people that you've been thinking about that are probably thinking about you too and begin to establish a more nourishing, abundant relationship. So day three is this day to reconnect, to rekindle and develop stronger, more satisfying relationships and pay attention to the new people that you meet on this day. Someone in the grocery store, someone at the park. If you meet someone new on this day, they will play a very important part in your life this year. Just begin to notice and acknowledge what these relationships are doing for you on this day and for the rest of the year. Day number four, this day should be spent with the people closest to you within your heart. So this is your greatest blessing day. So this is all about love, all about connection, all about being with your family and your relatives and your friends. If you are part of the month-long birthday celebrations. This is great. Day four can be your family and your closest friends party day. But intentionally making a point to spend this time with your closest people on this day, express your gratitude for them as it raises your energetic vibration and find a way to clean up the house, maybe even have your family over, or maybe you're going to clean up your house for your family to come over. Blessing your house with love and gratitude for your home, for your family, for your friends, for your people. Abundance, gratitude, and love is what day four is all about. Day five is creativity. So unleashing your creativity today. Go back to your childhood and remember something that you enjoyed doing as a child. So they say your life purpose is often found as a child in what you loved to do. So it's been amazing as I cleaned out my mom's house in my own garage, I have found probably 10 different books that I made, like Bound, some were entered into young author's fairs. I wrote so many books. And what do I love doing now? Writing so many books, one of which is going to be coming out soon. But it is this feeling in my soul that I just feel called to do. And yet it's something that as a child, I loved doing. So what did you love doing as a child? Or if you have children in your life, what are they loving doing right now? And watch as that continues to grow and develop 
over the years because this is their soul's passion. It is fascinating to watch and so important to cultivate. And so on day five, how can you do something creative? Go take a painting class or go play with some clay or go dance. Do something amazing and wonderfully creative that feels perfect for you. Singing, playing music, whatever that is for you. But tap into this creativity and joy. Day six, this is your cleansing and detox day. This day is suitable for all health procedures as deep massage, infrared sauna, acupuncture, swimming, walking, exercising, meditating, taking care of your body. How can you begin your detox? Maybe your birthday detox (laughs) from all the delicious foods. You can start your detox today. You can start your exercise program today bringing this focus here on this day, because you know what? The energy already exists on these days. So here is your guideline, but but it already exists here. So it's smarter and more efficient to work with the energy that's already happening. And what happens in these days sets you up for the rest of the year. Day seven is all about love and affection. This is an amazing day to do family dinner, This is an amazing day to just share your love. And how can you give? How can you show your appreciation? How can you enjoy gathering and laughing and imagining and dreaming and just being together as a family? Day eight. This is a day for deep reflection of going deeper inside and contemplating your life, your goals, your dreams, your mission and your purpose and your meaning here. Try to spend this day in solitude, journaling, meditating, getting quiet, asking and seeking for your guidance for this year. Abstain from negative talk, from gossip, anything that actually would require talking to another human being. But even if you were to talk to another human being, allow it to be a soulful conversation, an investigative conversation that allows you to dive deeper into your soul, that allows you to look, get closer and closer to your mission for this year. Day nine, this is about rest and entertainment. How can you just take the day off work? Take the day off, have fun, go to a park, walk a trail, go to an amusement park, go check out the museum and rest and engage. Do something that feeds your soul, but also offers you rest at the same time. Day 10, where can you build a platform for your career? So this is not just thinking about your career, but building something for your career? Does your LinkedIn profile need updating? Do you need a little video capture for your LinkedIn profile? Do you want to start a YouTube channel or a TikTok channel? Whatever that is, how can you develop your career? Does your personal brand need some love or are you trying to build a brand? What can you do to on this day on day 10, this is the day to work and dream and put begin to put in structure toward this career platform. Day 11, 11 itself is this manifesting number. And day 11 is all about the big step. If you're thinking about proposing to someone, 
Day 11 is the day to do it. If you're thinking about signing a contract or moving into an apartment or getting a new job, sign the contract on day 11. It will bring in abundant blessings, abundant birthday goodness into your life. And you'll be so grateful that you waited until this day to make this happen. Day 12, one of my favorite days. This is about gratitude and forgiveness. So draw out, pull out your gratitude journal and write down everything that you are grateful for and bask in the joy and appreciation and gratitude that you have in your life. And if you're struggling and there's things that you need to let go of, you can separately write on a piece of paper the things that you need to forgive and let go and release and write them all down, stick them in a safe tin with a glass of water nearby. Girl Scout promise you always have water near an open fire. Light that piece of paper on fire and allow that to burn and allow yourself to feel the detachment happening as you burn away those stories, those limiting beliefs, those people, those circumstances in your life that are drawing your energy lower. Again, this is all about raising our energetic vibration to draw in the best year of our life. 12 days of your birthday. So what I'm planning on doing, and I invite you to do it with me, is on your birthday right now, today, after you're getting off this podcast, pull up your calendar and write in each of these days. Because who's going to remember right? It's much harder if we, if we just keep it to a podcast or keep it to a piece of paper, put it into your calendar, what each of these 12 days are so that you're able to execute on each of those and draw in the best year of your life. Because each of these days are energetically holding space for different aspects of your life. The energy is already there. So you're just working with what is already there. So as you dive into each aspect of your life throughout these 12 days, you are going to maximize this energetic up level and bring in even more abundance into your life. And again, as we had said on one of those days with each and every single day, notice Are there signs that are showing up for you on that day in regards to whatever the theme of that day is? Pay attention and notice. Notice what signs might be showing up. Notice what people might be showing up. Notice what feelings or experiences you might be witnessing on these days. Each of these 12 days is so sacred and it is guiding you and preparing you for everything this year has to offer. So... I hope you come back to this on your birthday. I hope that you put this in your calendar right now, even if it isn't your birthday right now. I hope that you send this to your friends for their birthday. I think this is such poignant, important information that everyone should be putting into practice to bring in and draw in the best year of their life by truly maximizing the energy and magic of their birthday. Again, I will leave down below the links to my birthday meditations that have been so popular and so reassuring and powerful in guiding people on their birthdays. I will include the links to the articles that I have referenced today. And I hope for you that you bask in the magic of your birthday 
to make the rest of your year the most abundant year possible. I cannot wait to hear in the comments down below which of these days you loved the best that I want to hear. Check. I have. Yes, in fact, I have added this to my calendar and I can't wait to hear all the abundance it draws in for you. Such birthday magic there. I'm so happy you joined me and I cannot wait to hear how all these techniques help you bring in the life of your dreams this year. Be sure to join my newsletter at lovehealthrive.com. And of course, love yourself enough to heal and heal yourself enough to thrive. Take care. Thank you.